I want to just take a moment this morning before we hop into our episode um, to say hello. This is Mike Sipple and um, wanted to um, take a pause um, as we lead into this week's episode um, dealing with uh, layoffs and furloughs and employment challenges and making good decisions and treating people with respect as we navigate through tough business complications that uh, we have to go through. Um, but most importantly, um, and my intro here is to let you know um, that our organization hurts uh, with our world right now. Um, as you have listened to uh, and been a part of this audience now for two plus years, uh, you know that it is near and dear to our heart to provide anti-racism topics, um, to provide content that helps people seek understanding, learn what it feels like to walk in other people's shoes, um, challenge leaders to think about not just who they are and what experiences they have, but we need to think about our people, and our people means all people. We talk about the value and love and opportunity for all people to lead well in relationships, work, community, and life. And what are we doing as business leaders, as executives, as decision makers who have the opportunity to listen to the pain that our African-American community is in, that our black and brown friends and family members and relationships are experiencing, and the opportunities that um, don't exist or the systems that have systematic racism in it. Um, what are we doing for leaders of color, for women of color, for people of color? How can we step in and show action, not just talk? What decisions can you make this week, can you make right now to take this whole conversation of racism and gain more understanding? gain more respect for what it feels like to live like, to experience like being a person of color, being an African-American in the United States and in the entire world um, where racism abounds. A um, couple of my quick reflections. Um, I, as you know, am a man of faith. And Jeremiah 29 um, talks about and specifically calls us to pray for, seek the welfare of the city that I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for its welfare will find your welfare. We are called to serve our community. In order to serve our community, we have to serve the people. We have to be willing to stand up, to create change, to look through a different lens as leaders that we normally would look through especially for uh, my fellow white business owners, right? What are the decisions that we're making today that aren't intentionally racist? Because that's what we've learned, and these are the things that we do. You may say, well, I'm, Mike, I'm not racist. I understand, and I love you for it, and praise God that you're not. But there are things that we do that we've not been listening. And you know that the Talent Magnet Institute is all about listening to people asking the questions, seeking to understand, and providing meaningful voice 
to those individuals and all individuals in your organization from the top all the way to the shop floor that's closest to serving our customers the people who were on the front lines are closest to touching and connecting with our customers let's do our best to be an ambassador you want to be you want people to be an ambassador for you you have to lead first you have to be the ambassador for your people in order for them to know that they can trust, they can do their best work, that you care for them, that you appreciate them, that you respect them, and that you're willing to hear from them and listen. Don't just communicate. Listen to what's being said. If you don't understand it, ask a clarifying question. If you still don't understand it, recognize that you might never understand because you've not walked in their shoes. So to all of my African-American friends, to our African-American community, the Talent Magnet Institute not only stands with you, we fight boldly for you. We love you. We come alongside of you. We are locked in arms to do our best, to take action. Thank you to the people who have said to me over the last week and a half, and, and over the last many months and several years, Mike, just take action. Don't just talk, take action. That's what we need. We need to take action. We need to show up for our brothers and sisters. I strongly believe that God created one race, and that's the human race. We are all created in his image. We are all created in his image. I would also share with you as a, um, as a white male the picture that we so oftenly see of Jesus in the Christian faith is a brown hair, blue eye, white male. You know, Jesus was not from America and he wasn't white. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Jesus loved everyone he came into contact with. That's how he moved people to action. That's how he created a movement that I pray will never end. And whether you believe in Christianity or not, I still love you. I appreciate you. I respect you. I want to honor you. My goal is to live my best me, right? And to do what I feel I'm called to do. And I am going to do that regardless of the faith that I believe and you might not believe because of my faith to come alongside of you and to fight and to honor and to, and to work with you and to take action. Um, so many of you who do know me very well know that I've been studying um, persecution, racial persecution, um, since I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. I'm deeply passionate about the leaders who are willing to step up and to step out to fight for what is right. One of the greatest quotes that has informed my life beyond Scripture is a quote by the great Jackie Robinson. A life is not important except for the impact it has on others. Friends, I call you to strive to have an impact. Strive to look different. Strive to be different. Strive to care different. And strive to lead different. Not just in your work life, but in your personal life not just in your home, but in your community. Look around you. Look around you. Who are the friends who are calling you? 
Who are the friends that you're text messaging with? Who are the clients and friends that you're emailing with? What books are you reading? Do you have an opportunity to read a couple of books who might make you feel uncomfortable? It actually, if most cases, it will make you feel uncomfortable. I also um, was on a a men's prayer group this morning with a group of gentlemen, and I've shared so often that, you know, from a letter to A to Z, there are people, and you might be one of them, and it's okay, that's at A or B. They can't quite get your arms around what's going on. You know, I say for myself, I've spent, gosh, the last 30 years, um, last 23 years studying racial divide and racism and specifically reading, learning, and listening from leaders who were just a man, just a woman willing to step into action. You know, people used to tell Jackie Robinson, Jackie, you're going to get your legs ripped off. They are literally cleating your shins. And his response was, that's why I'm doing it. I will not stop. I will not not go out there. That's what they want, and that's not what this is about. I had the great honor of speaking to Chuck Harmon, who was the first African-American Cincinnati Reds player, and I compared his journey. My research paper was to compare his journey to the journey of Jackie Robinson's. And folks, I was in Chuck's daughter's office at a law firm in Cincinnati, Chuck broke down in tears in front of me as a high school student and said, Sir, I dealt with a very small fraction of what Jackie was willing to do. By the time I came into the league, I was the first Reds player that was an African-American, but I wasn't the first player. The pain, the struggle... And the passion that Jackie was willing to do what he did for all of us who would follow in his footsteps. That is a leader. That is a person who is willing to put himself and his family at risk for the greater good. So that for generations to come, we would not have to endure racism any longer. And many would tell you that they still deal with racism. There's still racism in athletics. Um, It still exists, but it's not like it once was because a leader was willing to step up. So in your organizations, how can we strive differently? In your community, how can you stand differently? How can we lead differently? How can we love differently? Let's not waste an opportunity for change. Many of us, our worlds, our entire globe has been shaken to the core because of the pandemic that we're in. A blessing, a light that could come out of that is the ability for us all to check Think about the changes that your organization has had to make. Think about the abrupt shift within one week. Industries were brought to their knees. Industries were shut down. 
why can't we take that kind of effect on something so profound and so painful as racism? Let's charge into these conversations and let's change the way we behave, we operate. Let's change the systematic racism that lives in legislation, that lives in business law and your employee handbooks and things that you might not even know exists. But the more we read books, the more we come alongside of resources, the more stories we hear, the more opportunities that we hear, the more, the more music that we listen to that was created by folks that are fighting for change. We go from letter A to letter G to letter N to letter Q. You know, I've spent years and I feel like I'm probably somewhere in the middle, right, on the track of advancement of learning and being knowledgeable. And I'm not finished. I am not done. I will not stop talking. I will not stop engaging. I will not stop caring. I will not stop taking action. And every day I'm learning new. I've got friends in my community, black friends who call me out, say, Mike, listen to this. Listen differently to this. Here's what's going on. Tell the world to take action not just to get emotionally distraught, but take action. What does action look like, I ask? Here are resources. Here are books. Do something today that supports a black business, that supports a, your black and brown employees. Listen to them. Give them the opportunity. Have a conversation share with them that you are here for them. And if anything happens to them that makes them feel uncomfortable, even if they're used to dealing with it because no organization has ever asked them to come to you, the CEO, you, the executive decision maker, you, the board member, you, the advisor, and that you will take action, right? We have to rid the world of microaggressions. We have to rid the world of the challenges and the struggles that we face. We have to rid the world of the challenges and struggles that they face. And they matter. Black lives matter. Let's not make this about all lives matter. As one analogy stated, that saying all lives matter is like saying to the fire department, there's one house burning in my neighborhood. The fire department shows up and completely ruins with water every single house on that street. They forget about the one house that was burning the fastest. They start with the wrong house because they start at the beginning of the street and this house is at the end or in the middle. The house burns down. It's not okay. I had a white friend challenge me. In fact, one of our producers, Chris Medine, challenged me. Chris, I'm so thankful for this discussion because I too, two years ago, three years ago, brought up, I don't understand the difference. And Chris held me accountable. Chris was willing to speak. Chris was willing to challenge my beliefs. Chris is a friend, but he was also a producer that I was paying to help me 
with our podcast process. And Chris called me out and said, Mike, I'd love to chat with you about this, right? Don't lessen the message of Black Lives Matter. Don't dilute the story that we're missing. Don't dilute the chapter title that we're not hearing. We have to stand boldly to lead. Chris, I thank you for your influence on my life. I thank you for your brotherhood. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for taking action. Folks, that's action. Stand up to the conversations that are going on around you. Speak boldly for the people who we need to express our love and understanding for. And I find myself, I sit on the African-American Chamber Board in Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky. I find myself in many conversations um, with the Urban League, with the United Way, with the Chamber of Commerce. I intentionally step into poverty conversations. I intentionally step into racial discussions and challenges that people are facing. It doesn't, you don't just flip that switch. We have to start somewhere. I'm here for you. The Talent Magnet Institute is here for you. Our content will do our part through our content and our resources to bring the stories, to bring the information, to bring the content, to bring the tools, to bring the resources, and to bring the faculty that you can learn from. You can learn what it feels like to walk in other shoes. I've had some great conversations with a uh, group of leaders um, who I admire, respect, and learn from. I've had the fortune uh, to learn from Ellen Katz uh, since the very day that I met her. Now she's running the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. Um, a dear friend, Megan Cummings, um, who has been on our podcast. Uh, Dora Annam, another dear friend and colleague um, that have put a couple of thoughts in my head that instead of going back to the old way, post pre-COVID, let's reimagine the future that can be and let's change now. Let's break the systems of old and be renewed with systems that are not racist. Let's call ourselves into action. Let's be a resource for one another. Let's lock arms Let's go and put our hands on the shoulders of. Let's go and be willing to step up, to kneel, to fight, to take action, to lead boldly into conversations that we're all uncomfortable with the first time, right? You don't get to the amount of podcasts that we've had um, and not deal with the first 15 or 17 episodes. I was a nervous wreck. Um, I learned from that 112, 111 episodes in, I still feel like I have so much further to go to be an expert, to do what I need to do and how I want to do it and what I believe God's called me to do. But we're on a journey. We're on a journey. I'm on this journey with you. The Talent Magnet Institute is all about helping you through the journey of leadership we're going to cover all topics from relationships, work, community, and life. We're going to help you succeed and come alongside and help your employees know that they have a meaningful voice 
and that you're an ambassador for them. So as we lead into this next episode, um, I want to thank you. Um, I want to thank you for being on this journey with me. I want to thank you for the feedback that you'll provide and the challenges that I might hear from you and the questions that you might ask. Just know that I want to hear your feedback. If you go to talentmagnetinstitute.com backslash podcast, you're going to see a recording option that we just embedded in the site called SpeakPipe. Um, you can hit record right on our site. You just have to enable your whatever browser you're using um, to be able to hit play or enable your phone. Um, I want to hear your feedback. What topics should I be talking more about? Um, what questions do you have? What challenges do you want to put forth to me? Where do you not agree with me? No matter who you are, no matter what the color of your skin, where do you not agree with me? Ask the questions. Let's start the conversation. Let's lead boldly and courageously together with the opportunity to learn what it's like to lead and live in one another's shoes. Courageous conversations. We just led a webinar series called Courageous Leadership. Courageous conversations is where it's at. I hope that you see the Talent Magnet Institute as one of those allies who's taking action. I pray every day that the resources and content that we provide, that the intent in our heart is one to make the world better for all people. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm hoping that this has been an encouragement. And remember that every conversation is an opportunity to learn, grow, and change. Every conversation is one to give others the ability to know that their voice is meaningful, that their experiences matter, and that you care for them. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening uh, to this pre-episode um, of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. And without further ado, we're going to go straight into the next episode. Um, I look forward to our next conversation. Please go to talentmagnetinstitute.com backslash podcast. Provide some of your feedback. Message me. Share the episode. Send this to a friend. Send this to a colleague. Um, I'm looking forward to being on this continued journey with you. Thank you for being a part of it.